Hi, and welcome back to the show. Today's topic is something that I love and I'm so passionate about because when you can nail it, you can really see your visions come to life and your life just gets so aligned. And what that does is that it builds trust within yourself and it creates a ton of momentum that just spirals and spirals and ultimately leads to you just setting bigger and bigger goals and accomplishing more and more things to the point where you're like, oh my God, my dreams are my reality, which is so cool. And it is December. And this is one of my favorite times of the year because we are approaching the new year. And new year is my favorite holiday because I just feel like there's so much energy behind it. And I feel like November and December are the months of hibernation where we get to just go inward and really reflect and how was our year and how did we feel and what did we do and what are we looking forward to the next year? And then new year comes and there's so much energy behind and it really feels like there's this energy of possibility. And it's such a great time to reflect and to set goals. And And, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that talk about, well, I don't set New Year's resolutions or, you know, like it's dumb to set New Year's resolutions because a lot of people just fail to actually achieve those goals and da, 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 da. And that is exactly what I want to speak to in this podcast today is that I do feel like the average person sets a sets a goal or a a million goals actually is a lot of the time what happens and they don't achieve them. And then that creates this just feedback loop of self-doubt and not self-trust and, and it damages your confidence. And so what I've found is that a lot of people actually are making a lot of mistakes when they go to set their goals. And so in this episode, I'm going to start off with the common mistakes that people make when setting goals first, and then I'm going to share my exact process for setting goals that avoids those mistakes and actually works with your subconscious mind to ensure that they actually come through this year. And at the end, I'm going to share an NLP tool and NLP just means neuro-linguistic programming, which is really just the the voice and the language of the subconscious mind. And with that, it's a very actionable tool that we can set your set your goals in stone, kind of put them in the quantum is what I like to say. So I'm really excited. That's the flow of today's episode. And a lot of this is going to be actionable. And I also created a little guide around this because there are some different processes and frameworks that I'm going to share with you today that I felt like would be best actually just written out so that you could follow along. And so you can kind of treat this episode like a workshop, if you will. And so you can kind of pause after certain things and actually answer the questions that I share and go from there. Okay, so let's first start with the five main mistakes because I want you to know these so that you're going to avoid them and not be like the average person this year. Okay, so the first mistake is setting too many goals. So there's a quote from Tony Robbins that says, we overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in a decade. So we have a finite amount of energy and focus. And what I recommend is picking two to three goals per year and 
I'll talk about this later in the episode, but we're going to pick domino or keystone goals that when you accomplish those, those feed into the rest of the things. And so we will talk more about that later in this episode. So mistake number two is setting vague goals that are undefined. So for example, one of these could be like, I want a better relationship. What exactly does a better relationship look like for you and how exactly do you want to improve it? Or let's say like, I want to make more money. How much more? Like how does, what does that actually look like? How much, what does that money bring to you and how exactly do you want to receive that money? So when your goal is vague, your mind struggles to come up with ideas and solutions and actions because you haven't defined exactly what you want. Mistake number three, setting goals that are unrealistic to you or are too far into the future that you don't even take them seriously. So when you, when like, for instance, if you're like, okay, like I want to be a multimillionaire and right now you're in debt or you're maybe just making a regular salary and that goal just of making multimillions feels so unrealistic to you. My recommendation is to not set that goal. You can have that as a dream, but in terms of goals for this year, we want to think about what is actually attainable and realistic. And of course, we want to push our edges slightly, but we don't want to make it to where our mind almost just gives up. And and we're not actually like our energy and our intention and our action isn't fully behind the goal because it's so unrealistic. And so, so we'll talk about more about that a little bit later as well. Mistake number four is focusing on what you don't want versus what you do want. So sometimes setting like a negative goal or phrased in the negative versus phrased in the positive. So let me explain a example of that. And a lot of times when I ask my clients, like, what do you want? They'll tell me what they don't want. So um, for example, it's like, okay, like let's use a health example what do you want your health to look like? Like what's healthy to you? And they'll be like, well, um, I'm not brain fogged and, um, I am, I don't have all this weight on me and, um, I'm not bloated. And so then I'm like, okay, but what? So it's very easy to tell someone it's very easy when someone asks you, what do you want to just say what you don't want? And so I would challenge you to really think about if any of your goals come out in the negative, like, well, I don't want this, or, um, I want less of this, then I would really encourage you to ask yourself, how can, what is the positive of that goal? So, so instead of saying, I don't want to be bloated, I don't want to be brain fogged, Um, I don't want to be low energy. It's like, okay, so health to me actually is I'm lean. I am energized. I am clear. I am focused. I am fit. And so think about your goals in terms of that. So that is, that is number four, a mistake, which is focusing on what you don't want versus what you do want. And then mistake number five, and I'm sure there's more mistakes, but I think these are the most common main mistakes that people are making. And I've made these mistakes, by the way. So I've learned through experience. Number five is not writing them down. 
I know that's very simple, but if you just have your goals in your head, but you don't write them down and you don't speak about them and you don't journal on them and you don't make a vision board around them, you're really missing out on actually setting your goals in motion. By writing them down, you're clarifying what you want and you're focusing your attention on how to actually get it. Okay, so now that we've talked about the mistakes, let's get into the process for setting really, really good goals that are actually going to come true for you this year. And this is the process that I use and I go through and I use this every year and I've refined this and refined this over time. And last year, I really, really felt super solid in this in this ritual and I, it really works. And my two main goals last year that I picked were I wanted to release my podcast and I wanted to reestablish a consistent gym routine, which for me was three times per week. And that was kind of just my, my actionable goals. And I'm like, and I'm so pleased that I completed those goals and I feel really solid in those. And those are my two kind of domino goals that I felt like were going to flow into the rest of the areas of my life and the other intentions that I had set. And, um, and it worked out so well. And so I really wanted to share this process with you guys. Also, again, just back to what I said before, this is super actionable and kind of like a workshop. So if you want, you could like listen to this once through and then come back to this and download the resource that I shared with you in the episode description. And you can actually kind of use this as a workshop, pause the recording after I explain each step and just do it along with me. I would also encourage you to make it a vibe. You could invite a friend over that also wants to do this with you and you could light a candle, play some music, make it a whole vibe, make it a whole experience and really tell your body and your mind that this is super important for you. Another quick note before we begin. I used to get really overwhelmed when setting goals because I either just didn't know what I wanted or everything felt unattainable and I was like, I don't freaking know what I want. And so I want you to know that I got you during this and this is for someone like that, that you're like, I'm not like totally sure what I want, but I really know that I want to achieve some things. And so let's start this process by just taking a couple deep breaths before we get into it just to really ground and and kind of get centered in your heart because in your heart is where your best ideas and your best visions and goals are going to come out of not all from the mind and so let's just let's just take a couple deep breaths so in through your nose and hold at the top and then just sigh it out. Let's do another deep breath in through the nose. Pause at the top. And then just sigh it out. All right. Now we're going to get into it. And I want to just say, trust yourself, trust your desires, trust the things that light you up and give you that kind of like buzzy, energetic feeling. That is where the good stuff is. And so I want to encourage you to not just do this through your mind, but really feel into it, feel into it with your body, feel into it with your heart. So, all right, let's get into it. Step one, step one of five. 
All right. So step one is actually recapping the the past year. So I want you to actually write down your top like three to five lessons from 2023. And actually you can totally write more, but I would say at least like three to five lessons from 2023. This can be a quick bulleted list. This could be a paragraph. This could be just a brain dump. You don't have to put too much time into this, but I want you to just ask yourself, what did I learn from 2023? What habits or patterns might've prevented me from getting to where I wanted? So did I set a goal and I didn't achieve it? What, what got in the way? What was, what was the struggle there? And um, again, just kind of brain dump, jot down some lessons. And the reason why we do this before we set our next goals is to actually just reflect on what went well, what maybe didn't go well, and really learn the lessons so that we don't repeat them in the next year. And so you can go ahead and pause this right here if you want to and actually do this, and then we'll go to step two. So step number two, I want you to sit down and make a giant list of everything that you want to get done, travel to, experience, all of the things. I want you to make a giant list, like every little big and small thing, make a list of it. And again, this is a brain dump. Like this could be hobbies you want to try, the trips you want to take, money you want to make, just yeah, big goals, small goals, everything brain dump it all in a big list. And this doesn't have to be perfect. Again, it's just a brain dump. Just kind of like scribble out all the little things. Like I remember on my list last year, I was like, I really want to learn to DJ. I want to meditate more, like all of these different things. And one of them was that I wanted to release my podcast. So that was like a bigger one. And then some of the smaller ones were that I wanted, yeah, wanted to DJ, wanted to learn to meditate. So any, anything goes here. The point is that you just have a large list so that you can really just pull, like just splooge it all out on the paper. And so we can refine it from there. So pause here if you want to complete step two, and then we'll go on to step three. Okay. Step three is I want you to really scour the the list that you just made. And I want you to really go through this and pick out only your top two or three goals that you want to set for 2024. And I'll help you kind of filter through this right now. So I want you to look for the domino habits or outcomes that will trickle down into some of the smaller things. So if you were to accomplish this, then it would lead to some of the other things on your list. So typically these are going to be the things that actually are going to move the needle for you. So for example, last year I had a list of like, I said like 30 to 40 things. And I was like, I really want to do all of these. And it's really important for me to do this year. But after I listed them all out and I looked at it all, I was like, what are the two most important things to me this year? What are the two things that are actually going to move the needle? And what are the two things that are going to going to move me into the next phase of my life and the next evolution and and that are going to help me accomplish some of these other small things on the list. And I realized that those two main things, like I said, was release my podcast and get back into fitness again. And 
I really can, you know, coming out on the other side, I can tell you that by doing those two things, a lot of the other things on my list have come together simply because I created the momentum and because I really narrowed my focus and doing those things created a lot of self-trust, a lot of confidence and a lot of momentum that moved into the other things on the list. So that's step three. Step four is I want you to actually take these goals and outcomes and make these into tangible and realistic outcomes. And so the way that we do that is by asking, okay, what date do you want to have this goal by? What is the quantity or measurable quality of the goal? So if you want to be healthier. It's like, what does that actually mean to you? Does that mean you want to work out more? How much more do you want to work out? Like, what does that look like? Is there a type of workout that you want to do and really get specific here? And by what date? Um, so for example, one, like I said, my fitness goal, um, and my tangible outcome that I created was by the end of March, I will have a consistent gym routine of three times per week. So you see how simple that is for your brain to comprehend. And this really speaks to our both of our both our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. And it really tells them, hey, this is exactly what I want. And your brain can just be like, okay, got it. Let me go to work on creating that for you. So it yeah, it's like, how will you know that you've completed this goal? I want you to get specific. And again, I know that this can feel overwhelming sometimes because you're like, how, like it really forces you to get clear. And sometimes that can be annoying and frustrating and like, ah, like, I don't really know what I want. You know what? I just want you to feel into it, trust what comes up and, and just know that you can always change this later, but pick something and and get as specific as you possibly can. Okay. You pretty much have your goals and outcomes at this point, which is cool. Like this process is actually pretty simple. We don't have to overcomplicate it. By going through this process, we are avoiding all of the mistakes that I mentioned in the first part of this episode. So I want you to know that. The last step that I want you to do, and this is this is a really beautiful way to ground in your entire year and influence your year by setting a overall intention. And so I've done this for the last five years and it's been so beautiful and life-changing for me. And so I want you to pick an overall word for 2024. So what's the energy you want to embody? Who do you want to be? What do you want to create this year? What is a quality that you can infuse into everything that you do this year that will be motivating, inspiring, and really just a guiding factor in decisions that you make this year? So some examples from past years, I've done intuition, I've done build, create, action, momentum, etc. I had a friend that said her word this past year was excitement. She's a YouTuber and she really wanted her to focus on what is her highest excitement for her to create. And so it can really be anything. And a lot of times what I will do is really feel into what I want to accomplish the next year. And then I'm like, what's the quality that is going to allow me if I really like embody this quality what is that quality going to be that is going to allow me to step into those those goals and action steps? Pause the episode and really feel into this. And again, this might be something that you 
Think about a noodle on for a few days, a few weeks. That's totally fine. You might not just pop into your head. It might, but I usually come up with like two or three words and then I kind of just feel into them, feel how they feel in my body, in my heart. And then I just pick one and go with it because that's a big part of this too. It's just, just pick one, go with it. You really can't go wrong. You really can't. So there's no wrong decisions. Okay, so we just went through the five-step process, and now what we're going to do as a last actionable step is we're going to actually put this into the quantum. And when I say that, what we're doing with this NLP exercise, we're creating this sensory, visual, image, sound kind of bubble that we're putting into your timeline through the body and the mind using neuro-linguistic programming, which is the language of the subconscious mind. And we want the subconscious mind to be working for us because guess what? Our conscious mind can only really process like five to seven bits of information at a time. I'm sure you've experienced this. It's like I'm recording this podcast and I can, you know, read something on my laptop right now and I can maybe feel the coolness of the air, but there's not a lot of else that I can be doing right now because my conscious mind is is working on something specific. And so, but guess what? The subconscious mind can process literally millions of bits of information at a time. Isn't that wild? And so it's literally what is breathing us. It is what is influencing all of the little actions and decisions and habits that we have that we're not consciously doing. And so we want to get the subconscious mind on our side with these goals because it's going to, it's almost like a little cheat code or hack um, because it's like when your sub, when your conscious mind isn't, isn't focused on it, guess what your subconscious mind is. And there's this thing, there's this part of the, our brain called the RAS, the reticular activating system. And what that does is it's like a filter and it's filtering in the things that we, that it, thinks are important to us and it's filtering out the things that it doesn't think are important to us. And so an example of this would be like when you're on an airplane, there's a million conversations going on at a time. And most of the time your brain is just filtering it out, but you might've had this experience where someone was talking about something that you found important to you. Like they were talking about this cool thing that was at the destination that you were going and your ears perked up because you were like, oh, this is relevant to me and this is interesting and this is important to me. And so that's an example of the subconscious mind filtering in and out. You weren't consciously doing that, but your mind allowed you to be open to listening to that and open to that opportunity. And it's always doing that. So it will pull in and it will notice and attract and point out to you different opportunities and things and places and people that are going to help you get to your goal. And so let's let's just get into it. Enough talking, Ashlyn. I know I can speak on this a lot, but I get very excited about it because it works so well. So, okay. So the NLP goal setting tool is as follows. So there's seven questions. And again, these are super quick. Like this whole, this whole, uh, outcome kind of process will take like seven minutes. So it's really quick and easy. So I want you to follow along and, and just, I'm going to ask the question and then you can just write it down and then we'll go from there. So the first question is what is the specific outcome? So write down your exact specific outcome and you should have like two or three that you want to achieve for the year. 
And then the second question is by what date do you want to have achieved this? And so you should have thought of that of this before, but if you didn't think about it now, by what date do you want to have achieved this? Write it down. Third question, how will you know when you have it? At what exact point does this goal become real to you? So this question, and you don't really have to write this down because we're actually going to go through what you're going to see, hear, and feel at the exact point that this becomes real to you. But let's say if you wanted to receive $10,000 more into your bank account this year. Um, and so the way that you could know when you have it is because you see it in your bank account. You literally see the $10,000 on your bank account. You hear your friend uh, saying, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. You did a really good job. Um, I can't believe you You received 10 extra thousand dollars this year. And then, and you'll probably feel really excited and proud and, and maybe Maybe your way of knowing that you received the 10K is that you invested that 10K into the stock market because that's what you wanted to use it for. So it's going to be different for everyone. So I really want you to pause for a minute and think about what is the exact point that this goal becomes real to you? Please don't skip this part. It's so important. And you can write this down or you can just kind of feel into it because we're going to get really specific in the next couple questions. So the next question is, at that exact point that it becomes real to you, what will you see when you have it? So what will you visually see? So this would be like pictures. This would be people. This would be colors. This would be different things in a room with you. This could be you see an outfit you're wearing. This could be you see a number on a screen. You see a book. You see um, plants. You see the sign of the thing or like there's so many different things. So I really want you to think about what are you going to see when you actually have it? You can pause this video and, you know, keep noodling on it. But the next question is what will you hear when you have it? So this is actual like auditory sounds. So this would be like voice. This could be music. This could be um, different soundscapes, things that are in the room with you or in the environment that you are, you know, completing this goal in. So I want you to think about what are you going to hear? This could be a person talking to you. This could be you saying something. This could be something saying, someone saying something to you. Whatever it is, what will you hear when you have it? Write it down. And then the second to last one is what will you feel when you have it? And I would encourage you to write out, write out like three, five, seven different feelings, like really kind of like close your eyes and be like, what do I feel when I have this? I'm going to feel excited. I'm going to feel proud. I'm going to feel peaceful. I'm going to feel joyful. I'm going to feel incredible. Am I going to feel accomplished? So what will you feel when you have it? Again, this will be different for everyone. And then the last question, and we are almost done, is what personal internal resources do you have that will allow you to achieve this outcome? So I want you to think about what are the internal resources that you have 
already inside of you that you know you have that are going to allow you to achieve this outcome. And this is internal, not external. This is internal resources. And I would encourage you to write these out in the present tense, like I am blank, because that's going to, that we want to really embody those qualities and remind ourselves that, that we are those qualities. So some examples could be, I am determined. I am intelligent. I am experienced. I am knowledgeable. Yada, yada, yada. I don't want to put words into your mouth because I really want you to tap into the, the resources that you have. And if you're having trouble with this one, just think about what are the resources that someone has that has created the outcome that you want. Okay, so write those down. And then this is the last step. And then we are pretty much done with this workshop. Now I want you to, we're going to create an outcome statement using what you've already written out. And again, this is going to be in the resource and that's probably the best way to follow along with this, but I'm going to give you the template first, and then I'm going to give you the example statement. So the template is, it is now insert future date and I am, do have the outcome. I see blank. I hear blank and I feel blank. I achieve this because I am insert internal resources. An example. It is now March 17th, 2024. And I have $1,500,000 in my bank account. I see the figures on my month end financial report. I hear my spouse telling me how proud they are of me. And I say, I knew it would happen. I feel accomplished, successful, and fulfilled. I achieved this because I am intelligent, committed, motivated, and consistent. So it's pretty simple. It's just creating this kind of outcome statement. And so I want you guys to fill that out. It's really easy to do. And I want you to feel into it, like really see and hear and feel those things. And what you're doing is you're programming your subconscious mind. And I swear it works like a charm. So I really want you to fully do this. And I'm, I'm so excited to hear how it goes for you. And, um, I have a couple last little kind of additions. So I, I'm a coach. And so now that you have your outcomes, I really like to make things really actionable. So I want you to ask yourself, what is the next small step within each of these three, two or three outcomes that I can take this week? And just remember, you actually are very intelligent and you know exactly what you need to do. And so the next small step could be like to research something, could be to plan something, it could be to reach out to someone. So really do this because then you can start to create momentum now. And I, another kind of good idea is around these outcomes is you can make an ideal scene for all three outcomes where you're, you really feel into each of the outcomes and you're like, what is the ideal scene for each of these? Which is like, I am blank in all of these. And I'm going to provide a, I'm going to provide an ideal, uh, 
an ideal scene kind of template for you in the episode description as well. Um, But I love ideal scenes. They've been so life-changing for me. They really work. And then another kind of a few little additional things is highly recommend make a vision board, make a playlist, make it visual, make it beautiful, make it aesthetic. The subconscious mind speaks in pictures, sounds, and feelings. And I'm guessing like most of my audience, I mean, 85% of my audience is women. So if you're a woman, like you are a creator, you are a feeling person. Like you, we, we love like movement and we love aesthetics and we love to make things a vibe. We love to feel into them. So I really encourage you to make this, make it, make it a freaking vibe, you know? And then Something fun that you can do too is make two vision boards, one for your career, like these outcomes and creations, and then one for like play and joy and adventure. And I got this idea recently actually from someone and I thought it was such a good idea because we can get so focused on our career and creations and we can forget about the joy and the play. And guess what? Joy through joy and play is where our best ideas come from. Literally the last thing that I want to say is find a friend to do this with and speak about your goals and visions. There's so much power in actually talking about what you want to bring into existence. And so this is even taking the written thing one step further. So it's like write about it and dream about it and make a vision board about it, make a playlist about it, and then talk about it. You'd be surprised how many things and opportunities and actions come from just talking about it because a lot of times the manifestations of the things that we want come through other people. So really sit on that. And if you made it to the end, I thank you so much. I really hope this was helpful for you. I'm so excited to just to just hear how this goes for you guys. And if you like got a lot of value out of this, please let me know. Send me a message on Instagram. Sometimes a podcast can be kind of weird because it's like very one-sided and it really helps to just, you know, if something impacted you or if it was helpful to just let me know um, or share it with a friend. And um, also feel free to share with me some of your outcome statements. I would love, love, love to hear them and hold you accountable. And um, yeah, so happy, happy goal setting. And I hope you have a wonderful New Year's Eve and New Year's and that all of your dreams come true.